Megan, Megan, making conversation, podcasting beacon for the nation, for helpful, healthy information, and having fun getting it done. Yeah, that's all. Megan, Megan, making conversation now. Hey, Meg. Hey, Meg. We're back again. We're back. It's been a little bit, but we thought we would come back strong today with uh, the beginning of a little bit of a series. Right? Yeah, the coaches. <laughs> Meet the coaches, the first in our series. And so we have our first guest on our Meet the Coaches series. We should series. see if they can guess, even though it's oh, not live, mm-hmm. but. Like give out a series of clues? Yeah. Okay. We have to be careful. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you may know this coach for their sound effects and honey jokes. And uh, hate for sit-ups. Hate for sit-ups. Butterfly sit-ups. Butterfly sit-ups. In particular. Yeah. Um, you may know him for his, <laughs> their longevity. What? I you said he. <laughs> there are other coaches who go by he here. Go what? A couple. All right. It's Tyson. <laughs> I know. We had kept them in suspense for so long. We'll work on that one. Yeah. We have a few more coaches practice. Yeah, it's true. It's true. So yeah, so we invited Tyson come here today and share a little bit about who he is and and why he does what he does. So hi, Tyson. Hi. How you doing? Pretty good. I haven't talked to you since the intro. It's it's true. <laughs> intro song. Yeah. Oh, the intro song. Oh, right. right. Oh man, how could we not we should even acknowledge that. that? I mean, that would have been the that will be the lead in actually man right yeah damn it only we could go back all right anyway well let us start with the thank you then t for our intro and extra for the podcast you helped make that happen um and this this is happening because we've heard from several members mm-hmm. who have wanted a, a coaching bio pick series for a while like yeah. who are the coaches and and what brought them here and how they got here. So we go for it. Oh, we figured that we would ask the, the light keeper of Beacon um, to be our first guest and learn a little bit more about what brought Tyson to Beacon and why he's still here and why he loves coaching so much. So love to start with hearing about your Beacon origin story. Well, I grew up in Hapswell, where we had our own lighthouse. Um, uh, being an origin story, I started crossfitting across town and quickly decided to realize that I wanted a little different kind of a community and approach to CrossFit and recognized that there were already many, including in there, there were only two gyms in Maine at that point that I had been to that I knew about. Uh, and there were already two styles I'd already seen and saw potential for a more community wellness focused approach, a little less pro culture approach and just kind of more of a mindful, conscious effort to create using CrossFit as opposed to just getting a good workout, which is fine, or just try to compete, which is also fine. Yeah, and I can attest to that as someone who met you in the early days there, and you promised you would tell that story. 
Yeah, well, I had, <laughs> I had been crossfitting for a couple years at that point and had moved down to Portland a year earlier, I think, uh, maybe a couple of years earlier. And it's kind of got, got the idea that we want to start a new, new spot and promised the owner that I would only steal one person. And it was Meg. <laughs> I can't remember if I said I'd only take one or I wouldn't take any. I think I said, I think I was upfront about, so I want to start my own gym and I want, I want Meg to be a coach there. So he kind of got the, the message and, and kind of and was okay with that. Although he did kick me out uh, once we started to get serious about finding a place. And so we started looking, there were three of us uh, in the ownership group at that point and all had been working out together. Uh, or at least two of us have been working out together. And then a third, Brian, came in uh, a little later in the game. But we started looking at, at actually, in the, in the very, very beginning, there were three of us who had been working out together because Devin was the third oh, right. who was yeah. interested. And so we started looking for spaces, and it was super tough. And I had never done that before, so I didn't know anything about commercial real estate. And the rent, we actually looked at this building. The first place we looked at was this building. And the rent was pretty high and it was all built out. And so I didn't see a lot of potential because it looked like the, the gym space would be in the lower space only. And a year later, after multiple attempts to find a new spot, including where Casco Bay is now over by the jail, we looked at that spot before they did. And the owner there had owned the, their other location and that fell through late. Uh, we thought there'd be potential for that one. And then we looked over at next in the building that's a part of Portland Yoga, or it's the building in which Portland Power is. Uh, that used to be a cab place. Now it's like a life raft space. We looked in that space. We looked at the space adjacent to that. Trying to, We looked at the place that became Tumble Tykes <laughs> uh, next to Black Bear Medical. And in each of those, there were strengths and weaknesses, and the size wasn't always you know, quite enough in terms of the vision we had. Uh, and then we finally got back into this space. And once I realized you could actually knock out all the, all the, the little rooms inside it and create warehouse type space, then I realized, oh, this could really work. And then they also dropped the rent. Uh, and so that became a thing. And so it's been about, I think we signed a, the lease in November, December, we opened in April. And so that, Time in between was scrambled to get things built, including you know, wall ball targets and boxes and, and lifting platforms. And luckily we all kind of shared certain vision things uh, in terms of like the design that was gonna work. We want a fairly open space and, and uh, yeah, so we opened spring of 2012 and make got a level one. And <laughs> the day we opened. Okay, that sounds about right. Uh, and there wasn't any real bad blood with the former owner, you know, the other gym, that was okay. And that's, you know, it was a challenge, but. Uh, and people trickled over, like, some? very yeah. organically. Yeah, it was, yeah we, didn't, we didn't, like, recruit hard. There was it. not. <laughs> no. Low membership at the beginning. Yeah. That's where the free class came in, didn't it? The 9:30 free class on Saturdays. Always, yeah, we always had that, and that was a that was a pretty common, yeah. common thing in CrossFit. Uh, but yeah, we always had the 9:30 slot on Saturdays, and, and I I spent a lot of hours year one. Uh, I basically lived here. 
Did you have a bed? Did you have pillows? No, I didn't, I didn't literally sleep here, but. Did you, have you ever? No. I've napped you here in the chair. Yeah. I've definitely napped but here. But never like over Never spent a night, no. That's shocking, actually. Uh, <laughs> I've, I've questioned it a few times. <laughs> uh, and then some things happened, and some people came and left, and you know, a lot of cool people stayed, and some others came, and a few less cool people didn't stay, and over the years, it's been a little less stressful and more aligned with my kind of approach anyway, so that's, that's great. Perseverance. Yeah. I'd say the vision, the vision has carried through. It was very intentional from the beginning, and through that perseverance and that resilience, I, I think you have a lot to be proud of as someone who has been here as well. Yeah. So, so Beacon has been here in this building since 2012, April 2012. We just had our 10th anniversary, um, but. What brought you to CrossFit before that? Because you mentioned you had been CrossFitting for a year or two at the other place before coming here. So tell us your, your how you how you came to CrossFit. Maybe you can sprinkle a little bit of your other fitness stuff in there too. Yeah, well, I, I played basketball and baseball in high school and basketball in college. Got serious about lifting at age 19 when I was a PG at Phillips Exeter. Kind of fell in love with the gym like muscles, thought it was cool once I had some testosterone, I could actually grow some muscles as opposed to just like lifting and then not seeing anything. So actually once I got some of that, yeah, it was a lot more fun. Um, and I always did kind of bodybuilding style stuff because that's all anyone knew and no one had taught me anything else. So I was using the Encyclopedia of Bodybuilding by Arnold Schwarzenegger, doing my pullovers and my uh, side raises, you know, that kind of stuff but it was fun and didn't realize there were other approaches to it and got through college started getting into cross-country skiing and did five years of that and did you know, some gymnastic type training and some weights but nothing too fancy and after five years decided that wasn't going the way i wanted and so i started focusing on getting a master's in nutrition at the time and just got back in the gym and I'd had a couple friends who had CrossFitted and, and had told me about it. And I just thought they were crazy. <laughs> and I was like, whatever, I know how to work out. And then I saw a video of a guy from Virginia doing 20 minutes of push presses and pull-ups. And I tried to do the workout and I realized that I didn't know everything. Because mm. I couldn't do that many, especially compared to that dude. <laughs> and... Uh, and so then I started getting into it. So I was in Bozeman, Montana at a Gold's Gym trying to do CrossFit in the early days. So this was 2005. Oh, wow. And the owner there, Keith, was fine with me just being a weirdo, <laughs> uh, which was great. I didn't like throw weights around or anything like that, but I was like doing CrossFit things for the first time. And then started getting, in, I got a main site for a year and that was 2007. I kind of tried to do main site workouts. And saw some gains, saw some plateauing, and then started to kind of play around with working more on specific areas, weaknesses. Uh, got into some Wendler and some strength kind of focused work. Then I saw a lot of gains. Uh, once I started getting stronger, uh, had worked out a bit at Crossing 321 in Brunswick, moved down here, did some competing with 321, 
that same year, went to regionals uh, as a team. Well, did, back then there was a sectional and I, and I did that, finished 12th, I think. Um, and the team did fairly well at regionals. We competed in the Albany CrossFit parking lot before it was, you know, legit sport. Um, and then, yeah, we got, we opened here and then things really started taking off in terms of the, the brand and the sport globally and going to regionals, not as likely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so you had experience with sports and did you have experience with coaching before you got to coaching CrossFit? Yeah, I started coaching at age 15, uh, freshman year of high school. I was coaching baseball in the, in the Brunswick Junior Baseball Program. Did that through high school. Ran the league while I, when I was in college. Went out west after college. Well, actually, I coached snowboarding after college. And then I went out west, coached youth sports camps. Uh, a bit of cross-country skiing as well when I was racing. I became a personal trainer and did that both in well, Boulder. Actually, I did personal training. I didn't personally train in Bozeman. Um, so I took a little time away from that specific coaching. And then when I came back uh, to Maine, did some refereeing, uh, did some personal training uh, while we were building the gym, mm. got my level one in Montclair, New Jersey, because the sport was still small and you had to travel a long way to get your level one. And certainly hadn't really arrived in Maine yet. And so, yeah, I've been coaching CrossFit since 2009 or 10. Nine. Wow. Yeah. I think nine, because I think you've been coaching for a year before I met you. Sounds right. Like yeah. So that's 13 years of coaching CrossFit. Mm -hmm. what, what's kept you keep teaching CrossFit and, like, excited about it? Well, I would say the, the thing that distinguishes CrossFit from pretty much any other type of weightlifting or gym, not necessarily weightlifting, but gym is the level of technical difficulty of things that we do, especially with Olympic lifting and gymnastics. And I like teaching and doing technical challenging things, ideally things that take years to develop and progressions we can follow year after year. So as an athlete, that's interesting. As a coach, that's interesting for the same reason. Uh, breaking things down, breaking through barriers and bad habits and reforming good habits and all that stuff. But just That's just a fun process to be a part of either as an athlete or helping others. So it's fun stuff. And it's always, it's always a new challenge. So everyone's got their own stuff. They've got injuries, they've got limitations. How do we sleuth this challenge? And I'm, I'm the same way. I got pointed, you know, I've hurt myself a million different ways uh, doing CrossFit. So I got to figure out, well, how can I train in a way that's effective after all this time? How can I trick my body into getting stronger or better when it doesn't really want to? <laughs> well, because I would say that one of your one of your coaching strengths, I mean, you sort of alluded to this, but you you like these, you know, super, super technical movements um, and exercises. And yet. 
I find one of the places you really excel is in, in on-ramping people and progressing people who are just getting started. Yes. So not necessarily like the, the, the elite, you know, pinnacle athlete, but in, in making what we do super accessible and inclusive um, while still really appreciating the technical, the technicalities of the, of the movements that we do. Um, well, yeah, I think that applies, that applies to any, any ability level. So yeah, it's not that I want to work with elite athletes on refining, you know, getting the last 5% necessarily, but introducing people who haven't done a lot of technical things to a technical thing is super fun because they can have, you know, major improvements in terms of their body awareness and posture. And, you know, so yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't have to be a high level mm -hmm. athlete to have that be super interesting and fun. So we are in in this beginning of this series we're 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 refining our our technique here ourselves in this introduction and i think you have so much to share and so much um i mean we have i know i have a bunch more questions that Same. i just came up with and while we are recording this right now tyson we would like to invite you back for a part two because we have more that we want to know from you and Maybe to people who are listening to this, if they have additional mm. questions, they can send those our way or Tyson's way, and then we can address them in, in a part two. Yes. What say you? I got one word for you. Retainer. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and with that, we'll cue the extra music. <laughs> to no, which we say no. I'm in. I'm in. Yay. Awesome. Thanks for, uh, thanks for coming on, Tyson. Thanks for having me. Do 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 do